wise man once said, you're never too old to suck a fart out of a buddy's ass. It's Jackass 3D this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. We are in months has of quarantine slash stay at home orders slash dealing with COVID-19 global pandemic slash civil unrest slash Black Lives Matter slash hashtag defund the police hashtag fuck Eric Garcetti hashtag all I want to do now is jump into a big pool. Where are you at? Same. Yeah. I, I truly, I truly like, I thought about this because I, I went back and I made a bunch of like, not New Year's resolutions, but around my birthday, I tend to do like a resolutions types list. And I wrote on there, like a big goal was another international travel trip. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. That's never, a- that's never happening again. <laughs> I, I'd love to be more, I'd love to be more positive and say, oh, maybe by the end of 2021, you're not going anywhere, Nadia. No, sorry. no, probably not for a really long time. Uh, and then I was I mean, like, as as an American citizen, you're not welcome in many countries. Yeah. And I mean, quite frankly, I'm on their side. Yeah. I get it. We are I was garbage. just reading about a, uh, a private plane that landed in Italy and there were rich people from like New Zealand, Australia, America. And the in Italy, the airport was like the Americans cannot come in. So they all left because they all flew together on their private plane. Uh, but yeah, they were just like, nope, sorry. Not even the three of you. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, fuck those people. And uh, truly, well, I wouldn't say fuck anybody has got a pull right now, but really what it came down to is as I went through my resolutions list, I went, I'm going to downgrade the 2020 goal from <laughs> international travel to get in any body of water. Like the like, ocean? I, I, yeah, like I've lowered my expectations so much. Just like jump into a body of water. Just like the ability to do that without the fear of getting sick. Just somehow. Take some a bath. Way. I, don't, I only have a shower in my apartment. Oh, no. It's a shower only situation. My bathroom has a huge, you've probably seen it. It has a huge tub and mm-hmm. I used it. I've used it so few times that I've started using it recently. I injured my back by climbing into my window because I locked my keys in the house. And, oh, no. Yeah, and rather than like push the cat out of the way where she was sleeping so I could crawl in properly, I tried to like twist and move my body in a way to not disturb the cat as I crawled into the window. And uh, I hurt my back. So I I started taking baths with like a, with like a sore joint soak and I'm, I got it. My bathtub is huge. I'll post a picture for the gram because people are going to be jealous of how big this tub is. You know what? I think (laughs) you injuring yourself going through a window sounds a lot like, uh, certain other folks injuring themselves. Are you saying that I was, are you saying I was some sort of, uh, of, uh, jackass that's the sec alert going off we're gonna bring in our guest (laughs) you know him as a producer for podcasts like how did this get played culture kings and yo is this racist please welcome back our friend matt apodaca 
Hello. Hello. I, wow. I'm just I. I, I'm delighted to just sit here and listen to you two chat. That's I, I love that. You're jealous of I'm the ever, tub. I know. I, I got yeah. The, you know what? I I bet you. I bet you. I've seen the tub. Are you still at the same place? Yeah, you've seen it. You've definitely I've seen it. the tub. Yeah, it's a big tub. It's a big Huge tub. tub. The glaze. So about the, tub. the glaze is kind of chipping off, like the ceramic glaze. So yeah. I'm gonna get. I'm not going to reglaze my tub, but I'm going to get one of those like non-stick things that people put on their bathtub floors. There we go. So that you just can't see that the glaze is chipping. Hey, yeah. That's a that's a that's a quick fix and I I, su- I support you in this endeavor. Thank you. Nadia hasn't said anything. I also <laughs> support you. Jesus. Your silence Christ. is deafening, Nadia. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how is quarantine treating you? I love it. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Best time of your life. Uh, no, you know, it's uh, we were talking about this a little bit before. I feel lucky um, to be working, but uh, it's also given me a lot of time to like, you know, focus on things that are like really important right now. And like, I, I am lucky that I've been able to go protest like when I can and like donate money when I can and stuff. So it's there's obviously just a lot more going on than the pandemic. Um, but all of it you know as equally as important as any other part of it but i at the end of the day i do feel lucky that i'm um successfully navigating the quarantine uh you know safely yes not getting sick uh i just i went and visited my mom and my you know family over the weekend and uh my girlfriend works in healthcare, so we were both sort of like don't come near us, please. Like, like we'll s- sit uh, far away from you. Uh, but please don't come near us. And uh, I could tell that it was not, nobody was stoked about it, but it was, you know, I was like, it's for your benefit too. I right. have a lot of asthmatic relatives. Uh, so it's just like not the chillest situation. But, you know, it's a nice day. I'm, yeah, healthy, feeling fun, feeling loose. No, it's a good positive attitude to have. It's especially I'm hard, I'm 30, I think. flirty, and thriving. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm only 29. <laughs> it's fr- 29 I think and fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think what's so frustrating is that it can feel like not it's just the wear of it all, just like one mm-hmm. thing after another after another after another sort of all piling at once. But yeah, yeah. if you kind of do a one day at a time thing and sort of take it easy and just go, okay, what can I do today? How can I uh be anti-racist today? How can yes. who can I uh support whether that's a friend or an organization or whatever? How can I make sure that everybody I know is safe, healthy, happy. What can I do for myself? Like it's a, it's a balancing act. And we're just, I think so used to go, 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 go that for the first time in a very, very, right. very long time, pretty much everyone, at least at some point this year for a lot of people, especially in those other countries that are banning Americans, they may be going back to a more, uh, the thing that we're used to, I don't want to call yeah. it normal. I'm tired of calling it a new normal. Fuck normal. Yeah. Normal has normal was bad to begin with. Like normal right. was like it, it. It was always bad. It's kids in cages bad. But like yeah, exactly. Whatever this is now, n- uh, new new bullshit. It was old bullshit. Now it's new bullshit. So this new yeah, bullshit. Exactly. Uh, yeah. New shit. Different with. day. Yeah, exactly. So, like, how are you going to navigate your new shit today? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Speaking otherwise, of you know, shit. Uh-oh, yeah. Yikes. Oh, wow. Be-do, be-do, ba-dee-do, dee-do. 
banana. 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 <laughs> Um, so today's topic has literal shit involved in it, and that's why I said that. Uh, it's a Jackass yes. 3D, the fine feature film starring the boys behind MTV's Jackass. Uh, Matt, yes. why do you know that? Uh, well, so when you asked me to come, I'll tell you exactly why I picked this. It was the first, it was truly the first thought I had once I got a text uh, from Nadia asking if I wanted to come on again. I was like, yes, I would love to talk about Jackass because I love talking about Jackass. I, I love this movie. I love this movie in particular of all of the Jackass movies. Um, and I, I, I consider Jackass to be some of the best art that we have. Um, I, you know, there was that article, like, what, last year or something, or a few months ago, that was, like, basically slamming anyone who wanted to vote for Bernie Sanders, uh, and they were linking it, they, they had this sort of, like, stretched thought that was, like, anyone who votes for Bernie Sanders was also someone who pretended that Jackass was funny. And the only thing that upset me about this article was that nobody pretended Jackass is funny. <laughs> like it is good. And I don't know. I don't feel like I, I can, I can see and agree that there are some people that a particular type of person that loves Jackass that, you know, many of them, uh, I wouldn't align myself necessarily with anyone in these movies either as from that. So as someone that I would want to be friends with, necessarily mm -hmm. um but as a, just as an observer i am often just so impressed <laughs> by the ingenuity that comes with some of these stunts and also just like there is like obviously it's very like you know scatological and like very like um I guess juvenile is what some some might call it, but there's also like this like sweetness behind it that like for some of it that I think is like very fun to watch. Like you can tell that they're all friends and that they're all having like a really good time uh, for the most part until somebody gets like hurt or like gets like poop in their mouth or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like there's I, there's a sweetness with the boys that I that I find uh, incredibly endearing that I. Uh, that I just, I just love. And, you know, it's got a, a tour Spike Jones like, has, like, given it a stamp, which is, like, I don't know. It's, it's not just them doing, like, gross-out or, like, pain-inducing stunts. There is, I think, not just because of his involvement, but I think that there is true art to it that um, not everyone gives it the credit for. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, is the it is certified fresh and the highest reviewed jackass on Rotten Tomatoes, and that includes Bad Grandpa. So, see, Bad Grandpa also is good. <laughs> I, I I hate to, yeah. I mean, it's a spinoff of this movie, but um, I I I was a big fan of the 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 brand, the the sort of the Dick House brand, as it were. Um, I loved Viva La Bam when it was on television. I loved, you know, I didn't, I oddly didn't watch that much of the Jackass TV show. Mm. There was, but yeah, because well, by it, it started in 2000, so by the time Jackass 3D came out, it's like the 10th anniversary 
Exactly. Uh, it's been 10 years of these stunts and pranks and stuff. So that's a like lot the, to catch up on. It's a lot to catch up on, but also like that there's only like one season of the TV show. There's not that much of it. Um, like, and that's weird for me to think about because I just sort of thought there would have, there was more of it because of how popular it was and how often it was on and the spinoffs and I mean the movies, but there's really only like one season of the TV show. Uh, and then they just focused on the movies and then the subsequent um, spinoffs like Wild Boys and Viva La Bam, which I didn't watch a ton of Wild Boys, but I did love Viva La Bam. Bam was somebody I really rooted for and I'm sad about still. Uh, yeah. But I mean, all these guys, I'm, I, I, I wish nothing but the best for like all of them. I want them to be their best <laughs> selves. I love Johnny Knoxville. I think Johnny Knoxville is like genuinely like very funny and like a good. I think if he if he found the right project, could be in a good movie. Yeah, I think he's tried a bunch of times and has been there's there's it's there. You can see it. It's almost happened. But I think he's he's there's something very compelling about John Knoxville. Bam is in a bad place, I think, right now, unfortunately. Steve O, I'm the most proud of. I love Steve O. He's really turned it around. I saw him in person not long ago, actually. Oh, Pre pandemic, really? of course. Yeah. Maybe within Where the last... Where was this at? At Cafe 101. And What? Uh, yes. And he looked really, really good. He was eating like a very healthy breakfast. And then I like ran into him in the parking lot. And I, you know, I regret not telling him that I was like really proud of him. Like, because like he's really like, he's g gone as like far to rock bottom as you can get. Like, he was a drug addict and he was, like, he was just on the brink of like basically death. And, but he turned it all around. He's been sober for like a very long time now and he looks 12 great, years. And, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just so happy about it. Like, cause he's, he's just, he's great. And he seems like a great dude. Um, I, I love Steve-O. I really love Steve-O. Um, Matt, would you define yourself as a little pranks boy? <laughs> would I just, that's interesting. So <laughs> I think I certainly would say that I'm a, a adjacent to okay. being a pranks boy because like my favorite, my favorite People growing up were like Bart Simpson, right? Um, I mean, who else would identify as a prankster that I was like a, like big on when I was a kid? Dennis um, the Menace. Yeah, Dennis. Um, big. Yeah, anyone that carried a slingshot as like their sort of like weapon <laughs> of choice. Um, Anybody but, yeah, that I mean, talks back to authority. That's true. Uh, Clooney, of course. Um, big prankster. Uh, Jim from The Office. Love, love him and all his <laughs> pranks, of course. Uh, that man just, just tortured another man at his workplace, and everyone yeah. laughed. Jim, Jim is a bully, yeah. and uh, it's not talked about. But he was an absolute bully. Uh, everyone else's crime on that show was that they were sincere and 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 in who they were as people. And Jim was like, you know what? Not on my watch. Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. Jim was also not just a bully, but like I deserve to be with a woman because I like yeah. her. Yeah, absolutely. No, Jim is bad. Um, Jim is bad. And uh, John Krasinski 
um, has become, uh, I would say, a weird man. Um, is, is, a, is a weird man. Um, did, did either of you, real quick, did either of you see this thing? So somebody, I forget who, apologies, because I don't remember, so I can't give proper credit, but somebody I saw on Twitter pointed out that they believe John Krasinski may have started a fake account because it had like just opened a few days prior. Uh, there were no other tweets, and it was just tweets defending John Krasinski against people saying that his uh, quarantine show was a good news uh, is yeah. no good and he just did stuff for the money and uh, anybody that was like basically going after Krasinski or calling him a puppet for the CIA <laughs> like very very long thought out sentences that were like come on dude don't say this he lives in Brooklyn with his wife. He does this and this and this. He's just a guy like you. Blah, 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 blah. And they were like, this That's, is definitely I John Krasinski. It. I absolutely believe it. That's a conspiracy theory that I'm willing to get behind. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Did you see this, Steve? Or no? Um, yeah. I mean, I was mostly... I, I saw a little bit about that, but the bigger news overshadowing it was just that like he wore a wig for a season of The Office when he cut yeah, his hair for a movie. Yeah, and that is the bigger story. Well, I mean, it's just crazy because, like, it, as I'm Googling to try to find more about this Twitter stuff, all that's coming up is he did a movie and nobody knew he was wearing a wig. If he had just cut his hair for a movie, everyone knew he fucking was wearing a wig. I don't, like, are they trying to say that nobody knew he was wearing a wig? Like, like the directors and cast and crew? Unreal, yeah. Pulled so crazy. fast one on all of them? I don't uh, think so. Anyway. It's just him and the the hair department on set being like, "Shh, it's our little prank secret." Shh. Also, yeah. like, look Fake at that hair. hair. That is very easy to make a wig for. <laughs> yeah, I could <Yeah>. do that. <laughs> uh, and that's not my skill. I could do that. New project, um, new quarantine project. Yeah, you got oh, time. Yeah. Wigs by uh, Matt. Um, <laughs> Steve, are you big on pranks? Because I'm no. not a super big pranks person. Um, I understand them. I respect back to them they just give me too much anxiety and no joy to watch i never watched that punked i have uh either um tanked or purposely didn't show up to any sort of audition whenever i've been like you know called in for something that's like man on the street interviews or like a prank show for mtv i'm always like i i can't imagine doing this i'm not uh, I, 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 it makes me uncomfortable to be a part of it. It makes me uncomfortable to watch it. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like confrontations, uh, yeah. as entertainment. <laughs> and I also, I, what's that? I sent in like an audition for, um, the, the new punk, like for the, for Quibi's punk. <laughs> Quibi's uh, punk. I did not get. And it wasn't like a real thing that I taped or whatever. I just sent like a bunch of stuff that I'd done. And I was like, here you go, whatever. Like, yeah. I, I think I'd be good on this. Y yeah. Uh, but I here's me. You, you get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what I do. Like, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess I, I don't. I don't prank people and I don't like when people prank me. Also, so that's. <laughs> But I think I would no, be good I, at it. Is the weird? Is the thing? Yeah. I what number one? I do see that. I could see you doing it pretty well. And two, yeah. I'm with you, Steve. Where like it gives me anxiety. It's I think the same thing that triggers for me the desire to not necessarily always watch a horror film because like I I my skin starts to crawl and I'm just like oh no and that apprehensive what's going to happen next thing doesn't give me a fun little jump. It just makes me go like. 
it, it triggers all of my PTSD. So whenever I see somebody about to get pranked, I'm like, like as I watched clips from the movie and stuff, I was just like, no, 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 no. He's going to get covered in flour. Oh God, here it comes. He's covered <laughs> in flour. Shit. His clothes. His precious yeah. clothes. Now he's got to wash those. I agree. Um, but then to what Matt said, as soon as they get like the shit beat out of them, like by surprise, they're always just like laughing, shaking each other's hands. Like, Oh, you got yes. me, man. And yeah. that is like that. That is what makes it. I think watchable at all. Absolutely. Camaraderie between yeah, them exactly. allows good... you to enjoy this and yeah. go like, Oh, okay. Now I can have some relief. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there is a genuine, I don't know what it is. And it's like, I'm sure that like, in you know another like 10 years or something they'll do like a big retrospective on jackass and they'll talk to the guys uh and like i do think that there is a sense of the camaraderie that you just you do it's never expressed but you you see it yeah and you see it and like i mean not to jump too far ahead but uh, in this movie but at the end of the movie there's like a a montage of old photos of them and like some of their first videos together when they're all quite young and it's just so sweet. It's like it's it's weird to say that it's sweet because they're punching each other in the dick and they're peeing on each other and uh, they're getting poop everywhere. Yeah, but they're but pissing and shitting from a place of love. Exactly. <laughs> like they have, I mean, have genuine love in their hearts for each other. And I think about all the dumb shit that I have done with people comedy wise and what yes. I've seen other people do to each other comedy wise, both on stage and in video form. And like, I know that it's coming from a place of safety and security. Like you have to really, really trust people. And that I think is what it speaks to is they trust each other with their literal lives. And so it makes yeah. it okay for us to be invited to the party and watch and join in and laugh yeah. because otherwise, if we didn't feel like they trusted each other, uh, I th it would be so cringe. I don't think we'd have as much jackass material right. as we do. No, we wait. We, we wouldn't because we'd just be like, oh, I don't want to watch. Yeah, these people like maim each other. Like that's not entertainment. That's like, but like watching, you know. The POV of a camera being held and someone holding, um, I don't know if it's in this one, actually. I think it might be Jackass 2. Um, but the, like, the camera, you just see someone holding like an electric razor and it's going, it goes right behind Wee Man's head. You just know that something's going to happen and it's going to be very funny. <laughs> uh, but, and then it does happen and you laugh because Wee Man's also like, fuck, man, that's good. That's really yeah, good. They're all, yeah. <laughs> they, they are, they, they respect the art of the prank. Yes. They're yeah, not yeah, like, and then like, it's like, oh, you chose me to do this on. And I mean, the, uh, some of, something that should be said about it, though, is that obviously some of this, uh, some of these pranks in particular with some of the members, particularly Steve O, were probably done under the um like not necessarily under the influence but under i having been under the influence and like being like sure i'll just do whatever fuck it my my body's a circus whatever but now in this one in this movie steve-o at that point had been sober for i think two years uh so this was their first jackass where steve-o was sober and you can tell because he looks healthier too and he's not He's still do he's still down to do the weird stuff though. He's like, oh, I, this is just like something I've always done. So I guess it was sort of a more of a genuine thing, a genuine interest of his. Um, but he's always pushing it, and he and Stevo by far, I think, 
does some of the more wild and insane uh, stunts in all of Jackass. Like, just yeah. always. Is always yeah. pushing it. Let's talk through some of the stunts that are happening throughout the film. So the opening Great. sequence, the whole cast is just sort of attacked by various objects in slow-mo. Yes. Um, all that were filmed with these uh, high-speed cameras that shot at, a, a, I read, a thousand frames per second. Yes. Uh, and fan- phantom be, high-speed cameras. Th- that should be um, noted just like, just because this Jackass movie looks better <laughs> than any jackass movie like any of the other ones and any of the show because it's shot so high def and so like uh like i mean with that particular uh camera that shoots so many frames and it's shot entirely in 3d so and for my money it's the only 3d movie i've seen that uses the technology in a way that's worth a damn yeah uh, i saw this in the theaters in 3d the finale the final is I wish I I found most of this movie to be body horror and and (laughs) constantly looked for things to do while it was on so that I could be aware of what was happening, but not have to focus on it. Um, And uh, I forgot I was going to say, but yeah, I thought it was body horror. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Nadia, you were saying Uh, apparently the to to get them to greenlight the project, uh, they filmed a stunt called the helicopter. Yes. Talk. Yes. And uh, they did that in 3D uh, in order to get the project off the ground where uh, Chris Pontius tethered a helicopter that's remote control operated to his dick and then swung it around. <laughs> that, like that's, Which is that's like, the- I, I read that and I went, why can't every pitch be that? No, it's it's the best proof of concept they could have done. It is it, it's so it tells them exactly what the movie is, what how they're going to use the technology, what they're going to do with it. It's it's the equivalent of this weird um uh James Cameron rumor that I heard. Like I mean, it's like a famous story where he his pitch for Aliens was he wrote Alien on the chalkboard in the room and then just wrote an S after it and then did the two slashes through it like a dollar sign. And then that's how they greenlit the second alien movie. (laughs) I've never heard that. Shut up. That's yeah. Oh my God. Imagine having the confidence to pull that shit off, to be like, Hey, I have an idea. It's a word pluralized. It will make you a shit ton of money. Exactly. And I think the presentation, (laughs) he's good at pitching James Cameron because I think the original pitch for alien was Jaws in space, and they were like, "Great, that, yeah, yeah, absolutely." How um, did he pitch Avatar then? Because Avatar is so. Hi, I'm James like Cameron. A- <laughs> yeah, he he's just like basically here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna write you a check, and then you're gonna never stop writing me checks. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> and they went, "Yeah, sure, great, done." Yeah, um, but I mean, the the helicopter comes sort of in the latter half of the movie but mm-hmm. it's such a good concept too that it's like no wonder they included it and chris is just such he sells it so funny but anyway um do you, uh do you either of you have a favorite stunt so we've kind of talked a little bit about the opening and the ending uh what about everything in between well, actually, you know, we didn't really get that much into the yeah. final stunt. Let's talk about the final stunt. That's my Steve, favorite. Though. That yeah. is um, 
Well, the the finale, not not the final stunt where Steve O's in the porta potty, but the finale that's in slow motion with all the 3D. I loved that. I thought that was like that's when I was like, yeah, they put a lot into their into their production for when he hits the the dynamite plunger and everything explodes around them in slow motion. And then the wave comes in. I was just like, this is, this is a good use of technology. And because nobody's doing something like giving themselves paper cuts with manila envelopes in between their fingers, uh, I was able to enjoy this. (laughs) I, you know, it's tough to think about a favorite moment from this one. Cause there's so many, crazy things i wouldn't say that this is my favorite it's something that i'll never forget i've seen and it's the poo volcano i was just i i had a feeling that's what it was yeah yeah where um i'm forgetting the name of the guy but he um basically diarrhea is he has his well first of all i will say that his butt is painted <laughs> which is very funny <laughs> <laughs> His butt is painted to match the landscape. And that that alone, credit. You get credit. That's yeah. funny. It wouldn't work. It, there's no way you would think it was funnier if his butt was just normal. You didn't know for sure it was a butt until it erupted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, and that's, the, so that's some of the art, too, that goes into it, is that you, it, it was so close in that you didn't know. You didn't know what was going to happen. And then at later, when they sort of pan out or, you know, sh- switch the camera angle on it, that's when then you for sure know that it is a butt pooping. Um, it's just a great one. My, actually, I'm looking, at, like, I'm looking at like a short list of some of the favorite ones. One of my favorite ones is towards the end of the movie where um, they have a, like a piece of floss tied around the guy's tooth and it was tied to the oh. end of a Lamborghini and yes. which was supposed drives- to be in a the second jackass movie I think and then they yes. had to wait for some reason let me see. Well I'm glad they did because the the slow-mo shot of it is one of the funniest things because there's just a quick moment where the tooth is in the guy's mouth and then the next second it's gone and it's <laughs> so funny um and it like it looks like nothing happened like in the regular speed um like clip of it there's like it looks like almost nothing happened except the guy is screaming and everyone else is losing their minds <laughs> laughing thinking it's the funniest thing cuz and everyone's just screaming having the best time but it looked like nothing happened at all and that is so funny and then they show the the slowed down version of it where you see it like very quickly disappear. And there's just something about all that fanfare for almost nothing happening is the, is so funny. Uh, I'll tell you the one that freaked me out and it's because I hate bugs, which is the uh, tether ball, but with a ball of bees. Oh yeah. That I like it. It's the kind of thing that is, genuinely a nightmare in my brain that I will dream up. Like I've dreamt up bug balls that attack me and that I wake up screaming in the middle of the night. Like, so for somebody to do it in real life voluntarily, I mean, they're getting paid, but still to willingly yeah. put your body through that. I've, I started to watch it. I was like, uh, and I was just like fast forwarding through. Cause I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, uh, jeebies, jeebies. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't. I don't love some of the animal stuff, but yeah. I do sort of think that like 
I mean, because they always show that there's like a handler uh that's sort of somebody that knows what they're doing with the animals present so in my heart of hearts i do think that at the very least the jackass boys are hopefully doing everything that they can to make sure the animals are safe and that a lot of the you know um i guess stunt is at the human's expense like getting kicked in the dick by like a donkey doesn't hurt the donkey right you know uh and the donkey is hopefully being well taken care of there some of the other ones um but i was i was getting concerned when um they when bam fell in the pit of fake snakes and they started throwing like real snakes at him which yeah funny and good yeah because like, he's it i mean broke this him. close yes and he's always like the he's always acting like he's the toughest one uh but snakes are an absolute no-go uh for him uh and he's like yeah near tears uh but they're like tossing these snakes and i'm like i guess the snakes can take it they're kind of thick snakes what bothered Uh, me was when they showed the handler kind of to be like look we have a handler he just had a big tub like a big rubbermaid bin like what you put your christmas decorations in (laughs) and just like pulled out by the handfuls just like snakes like dozens of snakes just in his hands and that's when i'm like that can't be the best way to handle snakes of just throwing a hundred of them into a tub. Yeah, exactly. It is sort of just this thing of like, but I don't know what snakes, you know, they like being dark and all over each other, maybe in the dark and all over each other. Maybe they, maybe they liked it in there. Maybe it's okay. But like, yeah, the animals in the things are usually hurting the people, (laughs) which is like, I guess, you know, I've not read the credits to make sure that there's someone like, uh, there's got to be something yeah. from like there's got to be a no, statement animal. about yeah the animals yeah uh but i also i think worse than poop worse than like the pee anytime anyone is barfing i do get genuinely wow upset. more than poop i think the barfing is worse for some reason because like i for the for me the poop i sort of like don't believe it i guess like i know that it's happening but there's something about it that it seems so over the top that i'm just like this is insane i can't really process this um but barfing just like creates such a visceral reaction in yeah. me that i'm just like i cannot look at this because their whole body is reacting to this and that's what the that's why the i don't think i'll ever watch it again but the poo volcano is yeah. barely even about the actual eruption of the volcano. It's about watching everybody who was there to film it. It's about watching the crew. Yes. Just yeah. It's not lose their yes. lunches over. Like just just everybody's running out to barf or gag. Well, like when they put Preston in the um that like plastic bodysuit and then do the the shot of the his like sweat from the bodysuit everyone like four people start barfing in that and the act of drinking the sweat was not gross to me but setting off a chain reaction of people throwing up is one i guess impressive like that's like really something that they were able to do that but i would hate to be in that room and i would hate to witness that and be part of it that would just that'd be an absolute nightmare to me yeah um um well going back to animals really quick Yes. Uh, in 2011, Steve-O um, won one of the top honors from PETA 
the uh, Nancy Alexander Award. So if a year after Jackass 3, he won a top animal uh, activism award, they must have done, like, they must have they must have handled the animals on Jackass Three with a little bit of care and a little bit wow. of knowledge. Um, I love that because Steve-O wouldn't have let them not. That yeah. Well, I know that he yeah he he made a lot of like uh, it was not ne- that he's necessarily responsible for a lot of the changes, but him uh, becoming sober and I think he became vegan f- for a stretch or might still be vegan. Um, he uh, usually the movies were. Um, uh sponsored by miller light but yeah. to um keep up with uh, steve-o sobriety they like sort of uh did away with that sponsorship to wow. have like a sort of dry set to you know be respectful of their of their friend their friend i think it's important to think of them as friends not just yeah. colleagues or like associates like they like that to me shows genuine care yeah to not their- just be like well steve-o's not gonna be drinking but to yeah. be like, well, we're all not gonna none. We just won't have it around. We none yeah, of us it, will. Exactly. Um, and you know, I know Bam has struggles with that with drinking. Um, and I know, I think a few of them. I obviously must just drink regular. Um, but also, I think something we I've not mentioned yet, unfortunately, is that this is the last Jackass aside from jackass 3.5 which was oh, i love the 3.5 series of movies also uh or the 0.5 versions of these movies because they're just alternate takes of the stunts or stunts they didn't put in the regular movie um and they're B-sides. always very fun yeah b-sides exactly they're like well this doesn't play exactly the way we wanted it to or whatever uh but this is the last one with ryan dunn and ryan dunn uh i always thought was such a such a funny member of the jackass crew and such like a like there's like real like i don't know compassion in in his like face uh like when somebody would get hurt or something i always just very felt very connected to ryan watching uh this and um the like the, the viva la bam series he always seemed like such a solid dude uh, and so i was very sad when he passed away and i know that um a lot of those guys especially bam took it um very very hard um, but I just felt like I should mention that before uh, we kept going. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other folks that uh, weren't involved or like this one, this one didn't have Brandon DiCamillo or um, or Rab. Yeah. Or Rab. Yeah. But it did have a ton of guest appearances, including from some folks that like, I know you're a fan of specifically uh, Rivers Cuomo from Re- from Weezer, yeah, uh, and <laughs> a bunch of it. I mean, Rip Taylor does his thing again that he's done in the other Jackass films as well. Uh, their their kids are in there. There's like other folks that are related to them that are in there. There's a bunch of football players that are in there and extreme sports athletes. Sean, Sean William Scott. Scott, yeah, yes. Which like was when I read that, I went, Sean William Scott, what's he up to? <laughs> Right now, like, I'm always very interested in him. This? Yeah, I think he's I think he's great. Uh, so I was happy to see, I forgot that he was in this when I was rewatching it. So I was happy to see him. But uh, and then also like, yeah, someone like Matt Hoffman is in it. Tony Hawk's in it. Like all these are like, great, like extreme sports athletes also. Um, but and I love 
I always love the inclusion of April and Phil Margera. I think April and Phil are so funny and so delightful because they they just have put up with so much over the years. And See, they're, all, they're never... Go for it. Well, I'm just... I'm suspect be, with the, the... my Honestly, the thing I had the hardest time with in Jackass 3D was the gorilla stunt because after all of these seasons of Viva La Bam and all of the pranks that have been pulled on them, I can't for a moment believe that they actually got pranked with the gorilla suit. That <laughs> like, it's such the a whole simple... thing feels just like staged to me. And I hope that... I'm wrong and I'm I'm cynical and I'm not saying it is. I'm I have no evidence that it was, but in general, my mind is just like, how could you possibly not immediately be like, oh no, that's bam. But I get it. It's for the movie. It probably took them by surprise, but they knew, you know, immediately they probably knew that they were being pranked, but had to play it off. But it just, yeah, they always have to know that something's happening. But I yeah. think, I think the reason my justification for why they could have bought it is because at this point, they could pull that off if they wanted to. Like, they're like, they're just not surprised by anything anymore. So they're just sort of like, yeah, they fucking got a gorilla. That's like they, true. They're, they're like, they just like went all out for this and they, they got, they're getting us with an actual gorilla. Yeah. Um, but, I do, I do like that. Um, I don't know if you got to see that prank, Nadia, but they, uh, they scare Bam's parents in a, in a hotel suite, um, mm-hmm. thinking that there's a, a real gorilla, but it's someone in a suit. But the real, the real cherry on top is, um, Bam's mom is out in the hallway screaming and freaking out and Bam's dad rushes to the bathroom to poop because that was just how his nerves got to him was he immediately <laughs> yeah, yeah, had to go take so a dump. Bad. <laughs> so Bam goes in and he's like, what do you do? He's like, yeah. I got scared. I have to poop. <laughs> <laughs> the, and then just the sweetest, like, I don't know. Phil Margera's face is so sweet to me. And I'm always just like, oh no, these, and in April, just like these, these poor sweeties had yeah. this absolute like maniac. That they went um, with it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. They're having fun too. They love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If but, they didn't, they would have, they wouldn't sign the waivers. But exactly. still. No. Over but, and over again. But still, yeah. you're just like, oh no, not again. Yes. Um, but the the note yeah of Weezer being in Jackass was a uh, very um, one of the very few times in my life where my Venn diagrams have become a circle and <laughs> so I was very very excited that they were included in it because um, uh, the mention that I mentioned earlier the sort of montage of um, like old video clips and old pictures of them and pictures of them as children the Jackass crew um, in the credits is played over. Um, Weezer's song Memories from their album yeah. Hurley, which is not great. And uh, but the song is fine. And J- the Jackass crew also is seen uh, recording sort of uh, like backup vocals in the song. Um, and just weird. That's just weird. All of it's weird. And um, I just love it. And I was happy to see, yeah. happy to see my other favorite boys with my uh, other favorite boys. And it is funny because... They sing, the Jackass boys sing to it and make it markedly worse. Like what they created is a (laughs) much worse version of the song. And it's played over the credits as if it's like, yeah, it's played as if it's the my heart will go on of this movie. And that's so funny (laughs) because they, it does not, 
you know, it lacks dissonance or it has too much dissonance. Whatever dissonance is, if it's yeah. good, it doesn't have enough. If it's bad, it has too much. <laughs> it's one um, of the two. Yeah. It's absolutely one of the two. Uh-oh. Hello? Oh, Hello? I thought we lost Nadia. Oh, oh no, I'm Nope, I was here. just looking up dissonance. <laughs> Lack of harmony among musical notes. All right. So it has so a right. lot. So it has a lot of dissonance. An unusual degree of dis. <laughs> the example sentence is an unusual degree of dissonance for such choral styles. So yes, lots of dissonance. Honestly, the soundtrack to this film has, I wouldn't call it dissonance, but I would call it like disparate sounds. It's a lot of punk and some metal, but there's also like a little country and folk in here to the point where I was like looking at the soundtrack list going and like, you know, as I was watching clips and listening to stuff, I was like, really? That was the choice? Um, It's just interesting more than it is necessarily like I have a big take on it or anything. But you've got beyond Weezer, it's like Karen O is on here. Then Twisted Sister is on here. And then uh, the Blasters at Smut Peddler is on here. And Roger Miller is on here. And it's like, oh, okay. I guess they were just like trying to figure out whatever would fit the mood. Yeah, I guess it's just like these are probably used in certain uh, pranks. And so it's like as a playlists they make no sense together but paired up with the the pranks that like paired up like they're the way they're they're featured with the pranks probably explains it yeah Um, i think that's what it is is it's like it just feels like these don't make any sense together there's no cohesion but i mean this is a film where it's basically sketches yeah and the sketches just involve a lot of um shit and piss yeah uh among other things i love the I mean, speaking of sketches, though, like, and we talked about Bad Grandpa a little bit. I do love more of the um, stuff where they're interacting with, like, the general public. I mean, obviously, if it, they sometimes, like, uh, especially as uh, Johnny as the old man. But, um, like, there's one. I don't think it's in this one, but there's one where um, he, like, gets his, like, dick stuck in a vending machine, like, his fake dick, and it's very funny, and, um, people are just reacting to that, and, like, I don't know, I just like sometimes when they, yeah, when they subject the, like, poor, unsuspecting public to their just, like, insane, like, nasty pranks. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the stuff that usually is what gives me the anxiety, but other times, Uh like, if ever, some, like, when the, when the unsuspecting person is kind of, like, weirdly entertained or bemused i'm okay with it but if it looks like there's going to be a fight or an argument it starts to make me uncomfortable uh but i do there were some i i for the most part i I really like the bad grandpa except the one where he had like shat himself i was kind of like oh now we're kind of making fun of old people but every that's always yeah like just a step too far too because like yeah like they didn't want to see someone's butt wipe fake poop from yeah. their you know not not anyone over 60 <laughs> no yeah. no 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 once you turn 60 it's not funny it's sad <laughs> uh there is supposed to be next year a jackass 4 now i have no idea if they were supposed to start filming this year or what the deal is obviously yeah. given everything going on in the universe but it was supposed to be i think either directed or certainly um helm slash inch by uh lance bangs who i think was 
he was one of the cameramen or, or or part of the cinematography crew on Jackass 3. And then right. uh, turns out he's married to Corn Tucker and has directed a billion music videos. And yes. it makes total sense to me once I read that. Like, oh, yeah, you want a music video director to be the guy who's like looking at how to create cinematic yeah. shots with your pranks. Yeah. And, and no, like, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I don't know why I didn't think of that before. I think, you know what it is? Cause we're thinking of Spike Johns and like, you know, as you mentioned, a tour. Uh, and when you think about what that guy's done, you don't think, Oh, the jackass crew. I mean, even though it is part of his, uh, filmmaking career, it's just like not the thing that you go to because yeah. uh, film people are snobs. So you don't yeah, go and like people like forget that like Spike came from like directing like skateboarding videos and like yeah. music videos, you know? And then now he's like this, like, yeah, like auteur director, but he's like this in my mind, Jackass is more Spike Jones's speed than some of the stuff that he makes. Like, like that he makes on his own. Like, yeah. I'm sort of like, oh, like, yeah, this, this makes feels... more sense to me. Yeah, like, this feels more like him than, I don't know, Adaptation. Yeah. Like, and Adaptation. I love adaptation. Adaptation could honestly, I don't want to say it could be directed by anybody, but it's like, there's other people that could have done maybe, you know, more similar takes. Let's put yeah. it that way. Is that safe to say? You know how sometimes you watch a movie and you go, oh, that is uh, without any question a so-and-so film versus, oh, like Wes Anderson, I guess. It's yeah. like, you know, no. he's he's so twee and so specific versus, um, oh, that film could have been directed by like one of five people with all sort of similar-ish styles. Maybe it's just because of the script or whatever the thing is, but like, Jackass could only be directed by <laughs> this guy is what it feels like. No, absolutely. It's such like a oddball, like just even looking at his filmography, it's like, yeah, being John Malkovich, Jackass adaptation, Jackass 2, he produced Synecdoche, New York, then the Where the Wild Things Are, Jackass 3, Her, and then Jackass Bad Grandpa. Those are his big studio movies. And it's such an yeah. odd like mix of things. I love it. Yeah, and it feels like being John Malkovich and her are like quintessential. Did he do Internal Sunshine? No. Uh, no. No. That's no, uh, no, 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 no. Michelle That's, Gondry. Thank you. Uh, another music video director that I'm thinking exactly. of. Oh, I love, um, I have that but, DVD of his music videos. So good. It's great. He's great. Yeah, they're high both in great. College they're both and great watch those Kylie Minogue clips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fourth jackass movie as of april 24th of this year was delayed due to coronavirus so they planned on okay. shooting it uh this year to release um uh, they plan to release it march 5th of 2021 uh now it's pushed to july of 2021 so at some point when's it gonna stop right when are these things these things that i want to see so bad <laughs> I mean, they might be a little too rickety for this. And also, not only like it, it'll it would be I'm not a jackass jackass head, as you can see. But I think uh -huh. like for the fans, it would be hard to see a jackass that doesn't have Ryan Dunn or uh, what's his name at the end? Uh, <laughs> oh, Rip Taylor. Yeah, Rip Taylor. Always yeah. at the end with a little flag. That's my favorite part of every jackass. Movie. I love that. Yeah, it, it'll be, it's going to be a different vibe. And, you know, like just even thinking about, 
I oh god, I didn't know this until literally just right now. Johnny Knoxville is forty nine years old. Yeah. So some of these guys are going to be in their late forties, like making these movies, or you know, nearly fifty years old when Jackass Four comes out, and a lot of these guys have been through a lot. Like a motorbike landed on Johnny Knoxville's like balls. <laughs> he it tethered his like. He, he lost he a has... tooth to a flying dildo. Apparently during Jackass 3, Bam broke a clavicle and then he yeah. broke some ribs and he busted his knee and he busted his foot. Uh, and somebody else, uh, oh God, uh, what's his face? When they do the, f- the, the jet engine sequence, which might be my favorite of the pranks. The one where it's like they're just I trying do, to yeah. do stuff and this giant jet engine blowing. Um, somebody got fucked up from that uh who was it a loomis and um oh he's holding an umbrella and then it just like crushes him i think or is is that in the secret it might be in that one no it could be in a different sequence point is uh these guys get hurt all the time so like imagine trying to repair your body at 49 it's tough like i broke my hand at 20 627 in a car accident and mm-hmm. it took like two months and when i was a kid it would have taken like two weeks it's well it's here's what i'm reading about this particular injury that um johnny had uh in 2009 he tore his urethra during a stunt for nitro circus <laughs> um uh, and he's describing how oh, he had to Lord. He, he had to flush it twice daily and he that basically uh man you know what and this is a tough listen for people who don't like any of this uh like hearing about people throwing up or pooping or what i'm about to read uh this was done by sticking a tube into his penis all the way up to his bladder um ref- and he basically had to uh do this twice a day to prevent scar tissue from forming um and so he did that for three and a half years twice a day <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like and like, that's because the lower like, half, the lower half of my body clenched. Couldn't you yeah. just put a spacer in? Like I have friends with like pierced lips who had to put in spacers. Uh, if when they like, uh, what's it, what's her name? She worked at Red Robin uh, when I was fifteen, and she had a spacer so that she wouldn't her her piercing wouldn't close. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. yeah. Just, I think just I, I think he could have tried. I think if John Knoxville would have asked me, I could have helped with his dickhole, but... Yeah, you're like, get a spacer, dude. Yeah, get a spacer, uh, dude. But yeah, absolutely just like a nightmarish injury that he had had he suffered for years for. Um, but, and, you know, I don't know if that's something he still, ha- he still has to do. It's also but. crazy that, like, what they have to do now with all this space in between is come up with brand new ways to hurt themselves. Like, it's shocking that they were able to get this much material, period. Like, it's it's a testament to their genius that they're able to come up with this many ways to fuck themselves over. And I'm sure with, like, this much time to think about it, there's probably a a bunch of new things that they've come up with. But, like, still, still, they've got to come up with new ways to hurt themselves and other people and possibly young people. Because uh, apparently, I guess, John Knox was saying, like, yeah, we can start adding younger cast members, I think, in an attempt to sort of you know, pass the baton. Unlike yeah. Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible franchise. Like at some point Tom Cruise is gonna have to pass that baton and someone else is gonna have to be Ethan Hunt uh to carry that <laughs> shit on. I think Johnny Nexville is looking for the next him. His yeah. his version of an Ethan Hunt to pass the uh hurt yourself so bad 
<laughs> and you know what? I'm you up for to. it. I'll I don't do even it. want to say it. My bottom half is clenching again. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, heebie-jeebies. I'll I'll do it. If they need somebody to do it, I'll be happy to uh, lend my urethra to the to the cause. You heard it uh, here first. I, Matt for I, Jackass Four. I do want to say, yeah, hashtag Matt for Jackass Four. Um, absolutely not. I would I would hate I would hate it. I would, <laughs> I would not want to do any of that. But uh, I do want to circle back to something. The the genius of what they do uh, is something that uh, I think about like when I watch these things because the reason I think what they do is art is because. To me, if it wasn't, more people would be doing this. There would be more versions of this. Weird Al is a genius to me because he's the only person that does what Weird Al does. There's only one of him. Um, there's, I mean, there are other sort of like gross-out stunt guys like the Dudesons, I guess, but they're all sort of inspired by Jackass. All these guys come from the same thing. Um, so I think because they are the pioneers of their craft and they're the only ones that are consistently doing this um i think they're 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 geniuses and that they're actual like artists i just i mean yeah and just simply in terms of the type of things they're doing to themselves it is an art like to to come up with these ways to things to put your body through and you know like the literal art when when johnny knoxville has painted so he matches into the that paint that mural perfectly so they can release a bull and see if it's just sees perfect him. like that's you know they're not just they're not, it's not just like let's go piss off a bull and have it hit me it's you know they're they're trying to come up with very clever ways to to do things in you know in that we haven't seen before so even if I consider it body horror, even if I have to do something else while it's on, uh, I'll I'll give it art. It's not my art. It's not art that I can enjoy, but I get it. <laughs> As someone who uh, almost considered majoring in art history, I will say this. Everything that both of you said is true. And art <laughs> makes you think, right? Part of art yes. is to provoke. It is to incite. It is to make you tap into your own emotions, your own worldview and perspective and reconsider things, right? And the fact that Jackass 3D was screened at the New York Museum of Modern Art, according to Vanity Fair, makes me go, yeah, one of the world's best art museums literally said, this is art. See? And we're going to put it in our building. Uh, there's also a quote from this Vanity Fair article that says, Pablo Picasso once said, Every act of creation is first an act of destruction. And if you've ever seen Jackass, either the MTV series or the first two movies, then you've definitely seen a few acts of destruction, if mostly self-inflicted and in the groin region. So does this mean Johnny Knoxville and his band of giddy morons qualify as artists? Probably, yeah. End quote. Yeah. I would say absolutely hell yes. I mean, I love that. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, uh, I'll, I'll dig even deeper. I have friends who are professional dancers, athletes, gymnasts, and in many ways, you are putting so much stress and injury on your body, you are over time destroying it. Uh, and mm -hmm. the jackass guys are just kind of without skill or really athletic prowess, just getting right to the destroying the bodies. So whether yes. you're a ballet dancer, 
binding up your uh, feet and uh, and breaking your toes or whether you're Steve-O getting a taser to the balls. Is there a difference? To me, it's all of those things sort of like as one thing, diluted into one thing. It is... It is dance in many ways. It is um, athleticism. It is um, it's clown. It's performance. Like it's all these things as one product, and they don't do the actual definitions of those things well. But when combined, it's this other new thing. And I think it just I you know I'll be worried about them when they do Jackass Four, and when I'm watching <laughs> Jackass Four, I'll be quite scared for their for their um safety but i'll be i'm sure i'll be as impressed as i ever have been i i you know i hard to think of anyone who i um i guess hold to such esteem uh for what they do uh i i you know these guys i think in many ways mean so much to me and i just love uh i love watching them but i also care for their safety yeah it'll be interesting to see like if they go full in on doing the same types of stunts they've done before or if they're gonna you know kind of do more of the baton passing like there there's i feel like you know johnny could still do a lot of bad grandpa kind of stuff and sit inside of a wind turbine and maybe his days of uh launching off a jet ski ramp into a bush uh yeah <laughs> are over and you know what? Yeah, I guess you can't be too old to like suck a fart out of your buddy's ass. Like, you know? <laughs> uh, well, I know how we're, I, I know my opening line. <laughs> <laughs> an ageless, an ageless, timeless, classic moment if there ever was one. Uh, Matt Apodaca, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thank you for having me. I loved being here. This is great. <laughs> Um, is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? Uh, it's just, yeah, I'm know. sorry, but just after all of the things we've been talking about in Jackass and like all the butt and diarrhea things, when Nadia said, is there anything you'd like to plug at this time? Uh, <laughs> yeah, my ass. Um, <laughs> Good for you. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I, I uh, work on some podcasts you can listen to yo is this racist culture kings how did this get played i have my own podcast uh what's with these homies talking about weezer uh that hasn't had a new episode in uh probably a year because the new weezer album's not out yet but that'll be out at some point um and yeah um that, i guess that's it for me follow me on twitter and instagram at matt apodaca you know all that stuff but other than that yeah that's it Great. Uh, is there just to just to wrap it all up? If you could do one oh. stunt with the jackass guys, what would it be? What would you let them do to you? I feel like I think I could go as far as doing the Lamborghini tooth thing, like because oh I God. I don't know how bad it would hurt. I would assume it probably would hurt a lot, but. I feel like that's like I mean I'm precious about my teeth. Obviously, I got some great chompers, <laughs> but uh, that to me is about as far as I would go for body horror. Like you know, I wouldn't let them like I wouldn't want to do the paper cut thing, even though that's less severe. I wouldn't want to do that. I would, you know, what the the taser one where they're going through the taser obstacle course. Mm -hmm. I think I could do that and be fine. 
Um, it would hurt and it would suck, but I could do it. Sounds um, like somebody is a little pranks boy. I guess I am a little pranks boy. <laughs> But no poop and no throw up and no pee pee. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime.